a big lineup change on the men's basketball team, a big Grace Berger update on the women's basketball team. We're flying into the new year with lots to talk about. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Hoosiers. We are back in 2023. We are still your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you for making us your first listen every single day. want to thank LinkedIn for helping you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Mike Woodson's weekly radio show came on Monday evening. And he talked about a big lineup change. It's coming ahead of Thursday's game against Iowa. There are some coaches who protect their starting lineups like they are nuclear codes. That is not Mike Woodson because he revealed during that radio show, Tamar Bates is heading to the starting lineup. Something we have clamored for, something a lot of people have clamored for. His quote, uh, we will change the lineup a little bit with X being out. We're going to start Tamar Bates and bring Galloway off the bench to kind of back the back the second unit up. Huge news. Uh, if you guys want to listen to the podcast we did after the Kennesaw State game, I think it's literally titled Tamar Bates needs to enter the starting lineup. I laid out a, a bigger case for why that needs to happen. The Cliff Notes version is he brings scoring that IU needs without X being out there. He brings shooting, which IU doesn't have right now with Trey Galloway being out there. He brings a confidence. He's playing really well right now. And he just brings an element to the offense that hasn't existed yet. And not to the starting lineup, at least. It also, in some ways, helps address the team's slow starts offensively. Tamar Bates has been that scoring punch off the bench. Theoretically, if he's able to keep up that level of production, he's your scoring punch in the starting lineup, and maybe he injects something to help IU out when it comes to the start of games. I looked up some stats. We've, we've talked about Evan Mia, the stat site that uh, we were kind of tracking throughout the season. I mentioned it way back when during non-conference play. Might dive a little more into it. Tomorrow, uh, with there being a, a little bit of time between now and Thursday's game against Iowa, and look at some some bigger lineup stuff. But I, I looked at it in regards to Tamar Bates and Trey Galloway with the starters, with some some different combinations. So Tamar with the other starters he's going to be with, presumably. I I don't think there's any other lineup change. It'll be Jalen Tamar Miller Cop Race and Trace. Tamar has played 24 possessions with that starting with the rest of that starting five, which is low, but I mean, there haven't been many situations so far this season that have called for Tamar to play an X to not. But in those 24 possessions, they have an adjusted margin of 30.1. 
with a 112.5 offensive uh, efficiency rating and a 92.6 defensive efficiency rating. Just kind of keep all that in mind. I know you don't have a ton of t- a context for these numbers, but you can compare it to what they the team looks like with Trey Galloway. Even fewer possessions, 16 possessions with that lineup. 36.9 adjusted margin overall, so a better lineup in a smaller sample size. The trade-off is that they are worse offensively, 106.3. They are much better defensively at 69.4. That passes the eye test. With Trey Galloway, you have a better defensive team, but you're sacrificing something offensively. With Tamar Bates, you're looking for an injection offensively, and hoping that you can kind of outscore teams a little bit more when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. IU is struggling mightily offensively right now, and I think they need that injection more than anything just to be a better offensive team. Um, And we'll see if that pays off. Now, if you want to zoom in really, really tight and look at how these guys have played with Jalen hood Shafino, uh, Tamar with Jalen has played 201 possessions, 18.9 adjusted margin, 120.5 offense, 93.2 defense. Trey with Jalen is 169 possessions, 25 adjusted margin overall. So better than Tamar. And again, it's the same trade-off. They're 10 points worse uh, offensively, but they are 12 points better defensively so it, it it's gonna be that same kind of pattern when you look at a lot of these numbers and IU is basically making the trade-off that they need offense more than they need defense right now Tamar provides that this doesn't mean that Trey isn't going to get minutes we saw last season that Trey still played a lot coming off the bench it was a role he was familiar with I suspect we'll ultimately see a lot of Jalen Trey Tamar lineups, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we could do a little bit more small ball. Maybe Miller at the four and Trace at the five a little bit. I think we might try to mix some things up to get some things going offensively. This was a really long break for Indiana, for IU basketball. I hope they're, if, if they're willing to make this adjustment to the starting lineup, that has me optimistic that they have tried to make some adjustments just overall offensively. We're not going to know until they play on Thursday against Iowa, but we can kind of continue to guess, speculate. The other thing, Trace obviously missed the final two games before uh, we went to the holiday break. A lot of us, myself included, kind of wrote that off as just load management. He is still dealing with injuries. Like, I think this might be a little bit more serious than just your typical load management. He did practice on Monday. Mike Woodson said he he looked all right, but he did speak about having Logan Duncan and Malik Renew ready just for the what if. And if you're an optimistic person, if you, you can look at that whole thing and say, well, Trace practiced, that's good news. He should be ready on Thursday. If you're pessimistic, that what if part, that's interesting. Uh, right now, I I don't think this is anything that's going to hamper him long term. But again, it's one of those things we're not going to see until he gets out on the floor 
against Iowa, but he did practice on Monday. So positive news on that front, big, big positive news on the women's side, some grace burger news that should have you really excited. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Before we do that, let's talk about today's sponsor LinkedIn as a small business, as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know, that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, uh, as well as the values and the experiences to help you achieve your goals. They help you quickly attract qualified candidates to open jobs with targeting tools. They have um, the the questions you can you can use to help screen applicants and rate them based on the qualifications. It's all in one platform. This is designed to make it easiest for you to find the right people for your job and get them hired on. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates candidates you want to talk to faster. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Big thanks to you guys for making us your first listen every single day for your second listen today. Check out locked on sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard behind the scenes with local experts and insights only locked on can provide locked on sports today available on this app, YouTube, wherever you guys get podcasts. Graceberger is nearing a return. That was the big news from Terry Morin on her radio show on Monday as well. It's something that if you've read between the lines, we kind of kept mentioning it with post-game comments, things like that. It, it seemed like something that was inching closer and closer. She spoke about it more on Monday. Uh, she is, quote, making progress, according to Terry Morin. A quote, this week is going to be a real telltale of when we're going to get her back. Uh, she later went on to say that IU fans should get excited, uh, should start to get excited for Grace's return. That all came from Carl James, who's over uh, at IU Base, uh, the website and the podcast for everything IU baseball, but also obviously an IU sports and women's basketball fan. He tweeted out those quotes. So shout out to him, but huge news, big, big news. I was already going to mention it a little bit because Terry Morin again talked about, uh, Lexus Bargesser after Sunday's game and mentioned that she just kind of, again, one of those things where she dropped in when grace returns, just kind of offhand in the middle of an answer, but when you're fishing for updates as much as IU is, as IU fans are, that when Grace returns, it raised an eyebrow when I saw it. There is no having to read between the lines on this one. She flat out said Grace is making progress and is close to a return, which is, man, I am so excited. IU needs her back. Uh, We're going to talk about the Nebraska game here in a second. IU needs her back, and she deserves to have this type of run in the Big Ten. If she gets back here in the next week or two, 
she's still going to have the the better part of a full season. IU ha- I mean, ultimately this is a really good time to try to bring somebody back into the fold. If this is how it's lining up, IU played on Sunday. They have a week off. They will not play until Northwestern next Sunday, January 8th. And then they won't play again until that Thursday on the 12th. So from when we're talking uh, now, or when you're listening to this, uh, to their the Maryland game in nine days, they play once against Northwestern, who is the worst team in the Big Ten. So this is primo time. You have a ton of practice to work her back into the rotation just to get her healthy, to get her up to speed. We saw last year with McKenzie Holmes, she struggled to get up to speed because there was so much happening at the end of that season. IU was playing so much, and she really couldn't get firing on all cylinders again. The schedule isn't as compact this year. IU has afforded some more practice time, and if you can get her back by that Maryland game on the 12th or against Wisconsin on the 15th, IU has IU won't leave uh, Indiana again, and they'll play that Northwestern game, then they won't leave Indiana again until the 18th against Illinois. So a very favorable stretch here to potentially get Grace back. Knock on wood, whatever it takes, all the good vibes sent her way and Indiana's way because this is a big one. IU needs her. Again, I've said that a couple times. I was at the game on... Sunday, we don't have to do a full recap because there's been a bit of a, a, a gap between then. I hope you guys watched it. It was on ESPN. Biggest crowd of the year in that one. Um, So I hope you guys took in that game. And if you weren't there, 7,152 people. It was an awesome atmosphere. I cannot recommend enough going to assembly hall for these games. It it was a ton of fun, but IU had to gut this one out. I mean, last time we talked was after they fell in their road trip to Michigan state. It, it, and we, we spoke, this was not going to be an easy game for Indiana. Nebraska is a tough team and they were, they gave IU everything they could handle on Sunday IU ends up ultimately trailing for most of that game, but forced to overtime and then absolutely dominated overtime. They won the extra session 12 to nothing defensively to hold jazz Shelley to two of 11 shooting and five points. That's as good as it gets. Jazz Shelley is one of the very best players, possibly, maybe probably first team all big 10. If she stays healthy the rest of the season, I believe she's, battled some injuries a bit. If she's healthy, she's first team all Big Ten caliber. And IU just absolutely shut her down. She was a non-factor the entire day. Mackenzie Holmes continues to be great. But the problem Indiana has right now is there are too many players playing kind of one position or one role bigger than what they are comfortable with. Uh, Chloe Moore McNeil is doing a fantastic job as a uh, kind of impromptu ball handler or or just kind of being the person that IU needs her to be. She's better as a secondary creator because Grace is a better kind of initiator. The same goes Sydney Parrish. She started slow, 
made some huge shots down the stretch and into overtime. But again, just kind of a roll to too big sounds harsh, but they're asking a lot of a lot of these players and they're responding. I mean, I use still 13 and one. This team is going to be at its best when everybody can kind of take a step back into those original roles they had. Grace can come in and be the, the player she's been. But still, IU, 13-1, and one, that's a big win over Nebraska. They had to gut it out. It wasn't pretty. Uh, Parrish had 16. Chloe Moore McNeil had 13. Yarden Garzon struggled a lot. She was 3 of 11. But still, hit some big shots. She made a, a handful of really big defensive plays in overtime. Two blocks and three steals. I believe she had both those blocks and one of those steals in overtime. So she stuffed the stat sheet, 11 points, five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, three steals, four turnovers, three fouls. She was active, if nothing else, but she made some big plays when IU needed it as well. But ultimately, this team needs Grace Berger back. Hopefully, that is very, very soon, based on your recent the recent news we, we've gotten on that. So... We'll talk a little bit more about them when we preview the game at the end of the week heading into Northwestern, but a big win for them this weekend. Let's wrap things up by talking about some resolutions for IU Athletics heading into the new year. Let's have a little fun and see what every, not every, but some of the bigger IU programs, some of their resolutions, what they might be heading into 2023. Before we do that, Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. It's bowl season. It's the end of bowl season, but man, what a hell of a holiday weekend it was for bowl games. The the playoff semifinal on Monday afternoon, USC and Tulane. If you had Tulane in that one, you cashed out big. Anybody who did any kind of betting this weekend, though, I hope you use Bet Online. They are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Let's have some fun, like I said. Let's talk some New Year's resolutions. What every program should be hoping, striving for in 2023. IU men's basketball. To shoot the three well, because that's ultimately what's going to make or break this team. We've seen it enough already. There's a lot of things you can point at with IU that they struggled with, especially heading into the holidays. I, you solve a lot of things if you can shoot the three ball well. They're going to need it. Uh, they're going to need Tamar Bates, Jalen Hutchifino, Trey Galloway, Miller Cop, all those guys to continue doing that. But they're going to need to shoot the three ball well, and that is their New Year's resolution you could say get healthy with some of the guys they've had banged up from trace to Xavier to Jordan Geronimo, but it it seems like those latter two trace and Geronimo are injuries. They'll be able to play through. So more than anything, I think this team be able to score from the outside that changes a lot for this team. Let's uh, let's make that a resolution for 2023. It's the women's team that needs to be healthy in 2023 Ultimately, just in terms of quantity of injuries, IU has not had many 
in the past couple of seasons, it has been the quality in terms of you lose McKenzie Holmes for a big chunk last season. You lose Grace Berger for a big chunk this season. I want this women's basketball team healthy and firing on all cylinders because if they are, especially when March comes around, guys, this is a really good team that can make a really deep run in the tournament. And I want to see that. I want to see it for this program, for McKenzie, for Grace, for Terry Morin. I want to be a part of a, a deep March Madness run. And to do that, IU needs its stars healthy. So the New Year's resolution is to get healthy, to stay healthy in 2023. I'm sure a lot of us have put that on our New Year's resolutions, but has a little bit of a different meaning with IU basketball, IU women's basketball, than probably it does for us. I don't think IU women's basketball needs to lose weight like some of us do. I'm including myself in that. IU football, their New Year's resolution to have a quarterback, man. Uh, this is wild. There is still not a, I, if we had to guess right now, I do not know who your starting quarterback for IU football is. I assume they're going to bring somebody in, in the transfer portal. Uh, we're still kind of waiting and there hasn't been much news we're right around the time period team or players can start taking visits to schools. If they entered the transfer portal. Obviously, some more people are entering the portal once bowl games wrap up. It's not dire necessarily by any by any stretch, but there's just been nothing leaking IU to quarterbacks. Jeff Sims, we talked about, he was it. He's all IU's really kind of heavily been linked to. IU didn't get him. Outside of that, it's kind of a guessing game of who they might be interested in based on who they've targeted and things like that. I just want IU to have a quarterback in 2023. I don't know that that's too much to ask, but apparently with the IU football program, it might be find your quarterback. Hopefully it's an exciting one. Let's head into 2023 with better results, but that's, that's a, it's a new year's resolution, a step too far. Let's just get a quarterback first. IU men's soccer. Damn. Can we get some, some luck in the, in the tournament, some good favor, maybe, maybe not even luck, just some, some good favor in the tournament this year. We talked about it after the loss and penalties in the national championship game for as great of a program as IU men's soccer is. And they are the best soccer program in men's college soccer. Like they are the top of the heap. I don't think it's close either. They have had some absolutely brutal luck. They've lost Two national title games on golden goals in the last uh, half dozen years, I think. Whenever that Stanford game happened, I, I try to block that one out. But obviously the Marshall game, they lost another one on penalties. They haven't had a loss that wasn't on golden goal. I think they've had one in like the last eight years. Like this is a team that just have some good fortune in the NCAA tournament. And you're talking about two or three more titles and they already have eight of them. So some good fortune when it comes to the tournament. I, I know it's a lot to ask when you're as good as I already is, but just one run where we're, where we don't lose on golden goal and in, or in an excruciating fashion. And I'd be happy with that. Let's just, let's just, we we've earned that having suffered through some really bummer losses. I has earned that. Let's uh let's cash in on that in 2023. 
Let me know what you guys would pick for some resolutions, whether in the comments on YouTube, whether in the show review over on iTunes or on Twitter, where you guys can follow us at LO underscore Hoosiers. Appreciate all the love you guys give us across all those platforms. Thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We will be back with you tomorrow. I think we might look at some more lineup stuff for the men's basketball team. But for your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, all that stuff. You guys know the deal. Most importantly, I hope the new year starts off great for you guys. As always, Elio.